Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Pillow Talk with Franny and Megan. <laughs> We're letting you in on what girls really talk about. Oh, yeah. Now, here are your hosts, Franny and Megan. Hello and welcome to another episode of Pillow Talk with Franny and Megan. I think we're on episode nine. I believe so. Yes. Yeah. Nine. Yes. I should look back because not only can you listen to Pillow Talk with Franny and Megan on Real Radio 92.1 and 101.7 and on that absolutely free iHeartRadio app. Saturdays and Sundays at 10 o'clock, 10 p.m., but you can also go back because we are a podcast now. Yes. Yeah, so I guess I could probably go back myself and look (laughs) and see how many episodes we're in, but listen, time flies when you're having fun, and I believe we're at number nine. You hear that voice. That is my beautiful co-host, Megan. Hey, Megan. Hi, Franny. And of course, I am Franny, and today we have a lot to get into with Pillow Talk, including some stuff about influencers, social media. I have right here an expert in front of me because Megan is a social media influencer. She did that before she got into the radio game. And then we're going to be talking about that, about them photoshopping their pictures. Right. And there is a certain place that is going to make you start revealing the fact that you altered your pictures. <laughs> Correct. Yep. We're also going to get into what bartenders say that, um, like, when when you give them, when you order a drink, we tend to, like, think it's a judge-free zone around here, but everybody does a little judging. Yeah. It's kind of hard not to. Exactly. Sometimes. Including bartenders. So they're like, this is what your drink says about you. On top of that, do we have any hidden talents? By that, I mean myself and Megan. (laughs) Mine is... I don't know if you guys are going to dig it that much. Okay. <laughs> but it's a fun party trick. It is. All right. I'm yep. going to have to think about this. Yep. So we'll get into that as far as can you date someone with poor hygiene? And then, of course, we will get into your DMs. We have some lives we have to save. And if they want to send us a DM and also get in touch with us, how can they, Megan? Well, we have social media galore. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at pillowtalkpodcast.fm and our Instagram is primarily where we get our DMs um, and we invite you to slide into those DMs. Now, you know, slow your rolls, guys. Uh-huh. By that I mean send us your questions if you've got questions for Franny and I, something personal, maybe something going on in your life that you'd like some advice on. And like this person yeah, this person really needs our advice, Franny. Yes, I took a sneak peek, so I'm really excited about getting into this DM. This is like like a dear Franny and Megan kind of portion of the show. Mm-hmm. A lot of it is love, relationship related, but you can ask us anything. Listen, yeah. you know, we're not saying we're experts at everything. Oh, by no, yes. by no means. <laughs> but we have lived life. And have dabbled in a few things. And we have opinions. Of course, of course. Who doesn't? You know what they say about opinions? Everybody's got them. (laughs) And speaking of friends, 
you know, if we haven't, um, you know, personally gone through something, we have some very colorful friends. And we we've do. been a part of a lot of situations and helped them through a lot of situations that we could potentially help you. Yeah. So first of all, before we get into the meat of the show, I do have to give an air high five to you. Air high five. Ooh, thanks. Megan and I hung out um, the night before the 4th of July. Yeah. And we were on a flip top, flip top, flip cup team, <laughs> you know, flip top, flip cup, flip cup. <laughs> which if you haven't played, it is, uh, you know, it's, it's kind of like a college game, but it doesn't it mean, you know, girls in their thirties can't play. <laughs> no. I mean, it just means that we're like seasoned professionals. Exactly. And I must say our team did pretty damn well. So, um, just yeah. kudos, kudos to us. Like if we had the option right now, I would totally cue. We are the champions. Yeah, yeah, I um, know. Yeah, we. It's so if you've never played the game, it's like a fast-paced party drinking game where you take a drink only after the person before you has finished their cup, and then you have to flip it on the table. And it's it's like, yeah, it's a little difficult. It okay? is. Okay. It gives you anxiety because you're like, it's basically yeah. you're racing. You're racing for the clock. You do, huh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it makes me super anxious. And there's like different versions of it if you've never played before. Uh, the slip and slide flip cup. That's always oh. fun. Mm-hmm. Yep. Where and it's Messy. exactly what it sounds like. You got to slip and slide. You go down. You race. Drink your beer, flip the cup. That mm-hmm. one's a fun game. Uh, but yes, we are grown adult women who <laughs> like to party like college kids. You know, why and, grow up? Oh, well, we're not going to. And what's, what's your tattoo say? It says "Never grow up." In fact, see, see, she's got it tattooed on her body. So, speaking of Megan, I want to get in this with you because you brought this to my attention, and it is specifically an article that you saw about influencers mm-hmm. in Norway. And yes, I know we are in the States. We are specifically in Florida. But I'm curious to see if this is something we're going to see happen on our Instagram, on our Facebook, stuff like that. So what exactly is going on over there? Okay, so we are talking about uh, a new regulation in Norway. And they have decided that they have to, well, they, they have to they require, oh, geez, with words today, um, <laughs> they will make it le- a legal requirement for influencers and advertisers to label images that have been retouched or filtered in any way. And this is in their attempts to address huge body pressure in society issues. So this law is going to require any type of alterations. Now, I have opinions about this, but I I also have questions for you. Yes. Now it says that it will actually be labeled like in a, in like a sponsored post. So, you know, you see them on Instagram all the time. And, Mm -hmm. you know, this is a paid partnership with, or um, sponsored by, or hashtag ad. And, you know, you know that it's coming from an advertiser uh, type partnership. But if a body shape, size, skin has been retouched or edited, manipulated in any way, they will have to say that. That includes like enlarging your lips, adding detail to muscles, narrowing the waist in any way, and just using regular filters. And if you don't declare that you've made some type of um, edit to these, they're actually going to implement a fine. So I am okay with the fact that it's not just for your everyday posts, right? Mm-hmm. I know people love a good filter and some people like to Photoshop and it's a fun game to go, ooh, what picture is Photoshop? Because I love when you like look at, yeah. okay, so the Kardashians. I mean, they are known 
for having these bodies that just really isn't like, I mean, it's just, it's it's not something that everybody can have. No, it's unattainable. It is so unattainable. Yeah. Perfect word. It really is. And a lot of people like playing those games, mm-hmm. like looking to see, oh, is that closet door next to them warped a little bit? Or is this and that? Uh-huh. Because that means that they play with their curves or the line of their figures. But they also are responsible because they're out there. People do look at them, look up to them. I mean, they are figures in our society that young women do kind of aspire to be. Yeah, not only that, but a lot of them represent brands geared towards women that, I mean, I know that um, I think it's Khloe Kardashian. She has like the good fit jeans, I believe. Good American. Good American. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, and they promote like a positive body image. She has models of all shapes and sizes. Yep. And then there was that scandal with her where that picture was unedited and it came out and she tried, you know, she tried to get it taken down. Oh, yeah. She, she was like going, she she had her team working on this right away to remove this photo of her. Mm-hmm. By the way, she did not look terrible. I mean, no. she still was in shape. Her, her body looked fine. I mean, yeah, sometimes the sun hits you certain ways. You don't look as flawless as you want to. But it was so crazy because she's always the one, in, at, you know, crying about, you know, always having to put in so much work and effort mm-hmm. to be the prettier Kardashian and to have the body that her sisters have and this and that. And at the same time, as Megan said, she's got this line that also promotes being comfortable in your own skin right? as well too. So I found it really funny that she lost her mind. And then when she came out with this big long statement about why she took it away, she was saying that she's, you know, feels pressured all the time right. to have this certain look. And that's why she photoshops herself. Hey, well, guess what? You and like all these other people out there, the way that you feel is the way that the average woman feels. Right. The pressure to have to, you know, be perfection. And there's no such thing as perfection. So when it comes to like with this new law that they want to put in Norway, mm-hmm. when it comes to advertisers and that's when the photos have to be in sponsorships, they have to be legit or you have to say this has been Photoshopped. I agree because, you know, let's say it's a supplement, right? right. And and you for helping you build muscles mm-hmm. and this person legit doesn't have muscles, but they Photoshop them on. I mean, you're lying to me at this point. Right now. I'm going to play devil's advocate a little bit as somebody who was once in the fitness industry and has done like a a lot of fitness photo shoots and I've seen the before and after edits. Do you agree that it's okay to add um, like contrast to the muscle to the muscle like for definition? Okay. Um, you know, I just... No, not, I'm not saying adding extra muscle. Yes. But like, like, you know, let's say you're doing a photo shoot. You're in great shape, Franny. Yeah. And let's say, you know, they're like, oh, her, you know, her abs look really good in this angle. And they just add a little bit of shadowing okay. to make them look a little bit more defined. Is that something that you would be okay with? Now, is that more of a lighting issue or is that messing around with the photo itself? Well, let's say that they, you know, they change the lighting a little bit or they add detail yeah. to the shadows and the highlights that, you know, that do get pronounced, yeah. you know, when, when it, muscles. So let's say that they they do that because, you know, there's I don't know how familiar you are with like editing mm-hmm. photo. I, I'm no expert. I'm not. I, yeah, I'm all. no expert. But I've seen, <laughs> you know, photographers, I've seen them, you know, play with edits and stuff before. Of course. And so, you know, there's ways that they can mess with 
shadows and lighting to make muscles look more defined or to add a little bit of definition. Mm-hmm. And I'm okay with that. hundred mm-hmm. percent. I am talking about you have, uh, you know, four pack and they give you a six pack, right? <laughs> right. I'm talking about if your That's waist, yeah, if your waist is a 28 or 27 and they turn you into a 24. Right. Right. So if you, if you play with the shadowing, but it's still you and your body mm-hmm. and you know, it just defines it more. I'm, totally okay with that. And I don't think if that's the case that you should have to say, hey, we played with the lighting or the shadowing when we were doing photoshopping. I don't think that's something that should be a big deal. But I do think that if you make your libs massive, right? You're, yeah. You're, and, yeah. and something that like, it's, it's just not humanly possible to have lips like that unless mm-hmm. you get injections or whatever fillers. I think if they do that and then the girl's lips, you see her in real life and they're just like these little, little tiny nuts. Yeah. <laughs> you're just like, hold on a second. And, you know, you're trying to promote a lip gloss or a lipstick and people are like, I want those. Right. But they're not even real. Because that at that point, it's basically like false advertising. Absolutely. Right? I get what you're saying. See, now the thing is, is that even in that scenario that we talked about where they would be like playing with some lighting to add definition, even that they're going to have to declare like this photo was edited period. This is not the raw image. And this law is going to apply on basically all major social media platforms, Instagram, Snapchat, and TikTok. Mm -hmm. I mean, Facebook, all of it. Now I agree with you totally where if, if, if it's for advertising purposes and like we said, you're editing your photo to make this product kind of fit better and that, I mean, that's just false advertising. Yeah. But as somebody who has been on, you know, both ends of this spectrum here, I would be lying if I said that I never, you know, smoothed out uh, a pimple or added definition to my cleavage in a photo to make it like look better and stuff yeah. like that. I mean, I, I feel like most people, a lot of influencers and like models do on, on the other end of the spectrum. I've done shoots where I've seen my body altered and edited and my tattoos removed and freckles and removed. It's just weird, right? And, like, and it was just super weird. You're like, that's not me. Right. That doesn't look like me anymore. Exactly. Yep. And so maybe I'm a bit of a hypocrite, but I was like, <laughs> hey, hey now. Because you probably didn't like yourself. But then other, but like, you were like, that doesn't look like me. Exactly. I've, I've, listen, I've never, like modeling is not my thing, never has been. I've never done it, but I have had photos taken before. I've had headshots uh, for real estate, right? Mm-hmm. And believe me, when, you know, you're putting your face on a card or on the side of a, uh, like on a magnet that you put on the side of a car, whatever it is, when bench. you have that, it's a bench, a Billboard, bus, a bus, <laughs> any of those, you want to make sure you look your best, right? right? So I did. When I, when I went to go get my photos for real estate a few years ago, I researched and I found, you know, one of the better photographers. I drove all the way down to Fort Lauderdale for it. And that's what he did. He did, you know, headshots for realtors mm-hmm. and when he first sent me the photos and he was like, all right, he was like, these are what they're going to look like, but I have to touch them up first. And I liked what he sent me, but I loved the when he touch. touched them up. <laughs> <laughs> I get so it. don't get me wrong. Like everything, like I was just like, my skin was flawless, but it still looked like me. Mm-hmm. Right. It just, yeah. it still did. There was nothing different. It was just the tone and color and everything was just kind of all this. Like it was, it was a really good picture. He took hairs that were kind of maybe out of place. Oh, and I so appreciate yes, that. Yes. <laughs> yes. I do too. 
So that to me is completely different than turning your body into something it's not. So that's why I understand. And and I can see possibly it coming, you know, into the States because there are, there's so many young women and men, don't get me wrong, and oh, men yeah. mm-hmm. that have, you know, body issues, body dysmorphia, you know, I mean, mental health is such a big thing in our yeah. world right now. And a lot of it is because we seek out these people and these bodies that just like you mentioned before just aren't attainable and we try and we try and we try and we starve ourselves or we're at the gym two or three hours a day trying to get this body that this girl may not even really have right yeah no and body image is a huge issue obviously everywhere it's obviously not just america yeah so for the purposes of advertising and for people you know being able to see the the raw product and Mm -hmm. and and be able to look up to those people for that I, I approve. All right. We give that the check of a of pillow talk approval. There we go. <laughs> I made that up. I know. I like it. We should stick with it. <laughs> Absolutely. So something that Megan is, you know, she knows about is being an influencer and a model to something we both know about, and that is the bar industry. Yes, ma'am. So I wanted to get in this with you. And this was an article I saw on BuzzFeed, but they actually hit up some people on Reddit and they talked... And by say people, they talk to real deal bartenders. Okay. Yes. And they asked them, they were like, you know, we want you to reveal the stereotypes that you associate with some popular drink orders. Okay. And they are very opinionated by this. <laughs> and by they, I mean the bartenders that reached out. So I want to ask you the drink and if you have an opinion with it and then tell you what these bartenders said. Okay, and I also right. really want to know what my favorite drink says about me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. All right, so we are going to start with the good old and delicious tequila drink. It's one of my favorites. It's a margarita. Do you ever think of anything when somebody's ordered a margarita from you? I feel like people who like to party order margaritas. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. They know I mean, a good time. <laughs> Stereotype pointing right here at me. <laughs> boing, boing, boing. These little arrows pointing at Franny's head. Yeah. So you know what? One thing, and I'm sure you probably can say the same. The older I've gotten, the less sweet I like, the more I stick to just the straight spirit. Mm-hmm. And I remember when I first started bartending, I'm 39. I started when I was 18 years old, which is crazy to think. 21 years. Yeah. Um, Impressive. Yeah, I know. <laughs> makes me sound really old too. But I started and I remember thinking, you know, watching the older clientele order these things on the rocks. Vodka gimlet, scotch on the rocks, bourbon on the rocks, whatever it was. I was like, man, I was like, these people are hardcore. Yeah. Like thinking they had a problem, right? I did. And now that's me. And now you're that girl. I am. Bump. I'm tequila Same on the girl. rocks. I am. I'm you know, I mean, I'd rather do something than sweeten it up. And I think we've learned that with the lesson of hangovers. Mm, that is exactly <laughs> it. Because when I was like, I mean, t- 21, freshly 21, yeah. like, I was like a rum and pineapple juice kind of girl. And oh, I yeah. cannot even tell you that if I like whiff a rum and pineapple at this point in my life, I, I like gag a little still. I am with you. <laughs> I was, um, oh, what did I drink? Bacardi Limon and Sprite. And mm. now I'm just like, no, no thank you. Thank you. <laughs> So according to this bartender, a margarita say that old ladies that want to party usually start with margaritas. Well, it kind of nailed the whole party thing. (laughs) So that's what they think when you order a margarita. All right. Ladies. Yes. Yes. Next on the list is something that I tend to order when it's my go to thing. Anytime now I go to a steakhouse, Mm -hmm. I order this. And then when I have my meal, my steak, my red meat, I like to have 
a, I was going to say a glass, but a bottle, who's kidding, of red wine. <laughs> Let's all just be honest <laughs> yeah. with one another here. So I like to have red wine along <laughs> with it, right? So it's just my thing. With a, with a steak, it just makes sense, yeah. right? But I always start my meal off with the appetizer, whatever it is, or just before we order any food, with a vodka martini. Mm, okay. Any thoughts on a vodka martini? I feel like you have to be a, a bit of a fancy pants. Yes. To to drink a vodka martini. And, and you, you don't mind... Like that straight burn. You're okay with it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, so you are not that far off. You're actually really good at this. I feel like you wrote this article. <laughs> what? So bartender Ooh. claims that when somebody orders a vodka martini, they claim that they are fancy drunks. Uh, yes, I know. I told you. I know. Two for two. Fancy drunks. That's your um, girlfriend. Yeah. I feel, like, I feel like you're kind of judgy with the drunk part, but whatever. <laughs> Take fancy all day long. Yeah. So, and and I do like mine filthy. I'm not like just straight vodka. I like mine with an olive, a blue cheese olive, preferably, yeah. is my thing. I don't mind a really good dirty martini, yes. but I'm picky. You probably do gin too, don't you? I like, I yeah. like me some gin. I was yeah. going to say you're a gin girl for sure. <laughs> so this one has been pretty big the past few years. I mean, I know the beer game has been around for a while, but the craft beers, including IPAs. Hmm. When somebody orders an IPA or you think of somebody drinking an IPA, do you like envision something? Um, I guess like, I like a good IPA, but I guess you always find them at like trendy, like hipster type places. And I feel like I have, you're either like a bro or like a hipster. Yeah. Yep. And I'm the same. I like an IPA too. And it's funny. So we have two bartenders who had a comment on the IPAs. One said, if I'm asked about the malty flavor or mouthfeel of every IPA we have, it's a hipster in their <laughs> 20s trying to be cool. Like, yep. So you got that part right. I love this one because this is totally what I would have thought. IPA drinkers are bearded dads who want to ask 15 questions and try 15 samples. <laughs> oh, <laughs> The beard I know. is a requirement for an IPA, right? It is. My Pretty husband much. has a beard. Mm-hmm. And by the way, I've never seen him without his beard, nor no. do I think I ever will. I think that no. thing's attached to his face forever. You don't think he could shave it off? I don't no. think he will. I just don't think he will. But he is an IPA drinker. Do you want to see him, him without the facial hair? I like his beard, so I don't know. Uh, you know, I have to <laughs> are say... You, I, are I, you scared I, that you won't <laughs> like what you see underneath? <laughs> have you ever seen those videos where people shave their beards and their kids are like, ah, like, what happened to my dad? It's <laughs> yeah. going to be you? Yes. Ah, what yeah. happened to my husband? Exactly. Totally. I've seen pictures when he was younger. He wasn't obviously born with a beard. <laughs> <laughs> so I've seen pictures of him in high school and stuff, and he did it. And he, I mean, he's still a handsome guy. He's very baby face. Mm-hmm. He is. Um, but I, I like facial hair. I do. I try to, uh, you know, I, I think every guy I've been with, I'm like, hey, you know what you should do? <laughs> should grow a beard. beard. <laughs> okay. So, so we do have to um, go to a break. But one final one on here. And this one is, I, it, it's just too funny to me because when people order this drink, and I'm sure you've seen it too. I love when they go and make it strong. Or the other day I was bartending and they go, can you make it a double? And I want to be like, clearly you have no clue what goes into this drink. And what I'm talking about is a Long Island iced tea. You make a Long Island iced tea <laughs> double and you could straight murder <laughs> that's, that's someone. What I, said. I literally looked at him and I was like, um, so you know after I'm done pouring all the booze, I only have like this much room for the mixer. So if I make you a double, there is going to be, you're just going to be drinking tequila, vodka, gin, <laughs> rum, triple sec, like nothing in it. And the, the best is like... 
can I have a Long Island iced tea? And can you make it strong? And it's like, Ugh. that's my People, head turn. Yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> Number one, I'm I can like smell a hangover coming on just yeah. like as you're saying that. Um, but no, people who order Long Island iced tea are trying to get drunk. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So these bartenders say Long, Long Island iced teas rarely get tips and are almost always asked to make it strong. <laughs> it's nearly an entire cup of liquor. How the F am I supposed to make it stronger? Another bartender, Long Island iced tea equals let's get effed up fast. And then another yep. bartender goes, usually someone who wants to get drunk for cheap and is going to complain that the drink is not strong enough. Yep. Accurate. Mm -hmm. All of them, right? Wow, we've done this for too long. I know. Well, that being said, it is time to take a little break. We're going we're gonna to stretch, but stay tuned because when we get back, we are going to dive into our DMs and we desperately have to help someone with a situation that I have questions for you, Franny, but I actually have dealt with this before. Okay. So I have opinions. And then we're going to get into... Could you date someone with poor hygiene? Mm. We're going to find out because yeah. some of this is pretty questionable when we get back with Pillow Talk with Franny and Megan. Don't go anywhere. We'll have more Pillow Talk right after this short break. This is Pillow Talk with Franny and Megan. <laughs> We're letting you in on what girls really talk about. Oh, yeah. Now here are your hosts, Franny and Megan. Welcome back to Pillow Talk with Franny and Megan. Well, um, I'm Megan, and I couldn't do this without the stunning and talented Franny. Oh, well, hello, and thank you for that introduction. Well, you <laughs> nailed mine in the beginning, and I like didn't get a chance to say anything nice. So <laughs> I love it. But yes, if this is your first time tuning in, welcome to Pillow Talk with Franny and Megan. And we've told you all the ways you can get in touch with us. Listen, we have social media. You can follow us basically on all the platforms, I think, except TikTok. One day, one day. One but day. Instagram. You don't want to see those dances. Oh, man. <laughs> Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. It is PillowTalkPodcast.fm. Think Franny and Megan with that FM. And then, uh, I don't know if we mentioned it this show, but if you've listened to a Pillow Talk, we are actually part of a radio station group. We're part of the iHeart radio team, right? We are, and we are both on shows on Real Radio 921 yes. or 101.7 if you're in the Treasure Coast. You can check out Franny on the Penthouse 9 to 1, and I myself am on On Call with Dano and Megan, and that's 3 to 7. But we have a blog on realradio921.com, and we invite you to check out some of the great content. We have um, some fun videos, some yes. articles, some things that we think that you guys will enjoy. Yeah. I just recently posted a video of Lindsey Vaughn. Are you familiar with Lindsey Vaughn? Lindsay Vaughn. Olympic skier. Oh, yes. Blonde she's, hottie. I was going to say she's super hot, right? Yes. And she actually was after the whole Tiger Woods thing. She dated Tiger Woods for a little while. Okay, yeah. And uh, she is, I follow her on social media. She's a badass. Not only, obviously, is she Olympic skier. She's just one hell of an athlete. So there is this video I got to try. She's on a slack line. And she is walking on it and does not miss a beat, holding her cocktail, no spillage whatsoever. And then there's some other really hot photos. If you're just like, wow, she trains with this, his name is something Gunner. I know it's Gunner Fitness and he's a trainer of the stars. Okay. And she is just a beast. But within the last couple of years, she really has gotten herself in incredible shape. So if you like a bit of eye candy, you can seek that out. 
on the blog. That's realradio921.com slash pillow talk. So before we went to break, we were talking a little alcohol. A little alcohol because why not? <laughs> we like that. And we got to drink some of that together this past weekend. Yes, we did. It was the 4th of July weekend and we had some fun and hopefully y'all did too. But when we were talking about this, we were talking about other bartenders, not ourselves, saying what does this drink, the drink that you order, say about you? So we got through a few of them, but I did not get to go to the one that I really wanted to go to. So before we move on, I have to finalize this because... Okay. This is, we talked about some of my favorite drinks, right? We, mm-hmm. we did. I have the martini on there and some tequila. But I know one that you enjoy is a old-fashioned. Oh, yes. I yes. would say that that is perhaps my favorite cocktail. Yes. Your favorite cocktail is an old-fashioned cocktail. And do you ever think that you're being judged when you order it? Or do you, is there anything you think about that maybe says something about you? The only thing that I can think of is that I feel like bartenders don't, love to make them because they're a little it's you know it's a lot easier than like a jack and coke or a gin and tonic it's, okay it's a little bit more labor intensive they have to like muddle and peel or you know yeah so basically you're thinking that they just think you're a pain in the ass yes <laughs> i feel a little bad sometimes but then i like i don't because it's so delicious yeah you're like once i drink it once it hits my lips i'm totally over it <laughs> yeah <laughs> i honestly don't care what they say okay so if you want to know what a bartender, and there's two here specifically that they asked in this article on Reddit, <laughs> what they think about an old-fashioned person, and I mean somebody who orders old fashions at the bar, they say, <laughs> and I don't believe this, they say old-fashioned drinkers rarely know Jack S-bomb about cocktails, <laughs> but it's a cheap way to pretend you do. I don't believe that because I don't think that many people order old fashions. No, not if you don't know that you like it typically. Yeah. So, and then this one is very confusing too. It's another bartender that says it's either someone who knows their booze really well or not at all. <laughs> and they want to look sophisticated. There is no in between apparently no. with that person. Uh, nope. So, you know, you order it because you enjoy it. These bartenders think you order it because you have no clue. Obviously, that's not the case because Megan has made a cocktail or two in her life. <laughs> And I've made an old fashioned or a hundred. Yes. <laughs> yes. So on Pillow Talk, we like to do like a lot of like, you know, a little get to know. We talked about first segment about Megan being an influencer. Mm-hmm. We also mentioned a few times how we both have been in the bar industry and I still am. Now, this is something I wanted Megan to ponder about. And it was hidden talents. And it doesn't have to be anything, you know, just just crazy. Just something that maybe somebody didn't know you could do. It could be as simple as, you know, putting your leg behind your head. It could be, which they say, right? (laughs) That flexibility. Um, It could be something as silly as like being able to twitch your ears. Okay. I can't do that. I can. See, there you go. My husband can twitch his ears and like do that nose thing where they flare it like you're doing. I cannot do that. Hmm. You know, there's something in common and I've heard on your show on call that you can't do that I can't do. Is, is whistle. whistle? I cannot whistle. I didn't know you couldn't whistle. I can't. There's noise that comes out, but it's not great. <laughs> the noise that comes out of mine is completely silent. It's yeah. like I've got a dog whistle. <laughs> See, I got... Yep. 
Okay. <laughs> you don't have anything. No. I literally it cannot is. do it oh, at all. That is so funny. And I've always been so jealous of, I remember when I was a kid, my aunt to like, just, you know, just to get us up, like mm-hmm. to get all of us going, she would do that, the finger in the mouth. Yeah. Like that, that super loud yes. piercing whistle. Yes. The one that if you don't get your ass in the house right now, like you're in trouble mm-hmm. whistle. I know that one. So I've always been like, I'm like, how do people do it? But that's funny. So like, you know, something silly like that. Is there anything you can think of that not many people know you're capable of? (sighs) Okay. I feel like this is going to get me in some type of trouble. This really opens a lot of doors (laughs) for conversation here. Um, But I have a long tongue and I can touch my tongue to my nose. Can I get to see it? You know, I touched my microphone with my tongue. It's so long. At least it's your microphone. Yeah. I did it. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. I don't, I've never seen that before and I can't, I can't do it. I'm not even close to it. But if you do follow on social media, whether it's on Real Radio 921 or on our Pillow Talk podcast.fm, there are some pictures with your tongue out. Yeah. And yeah, I can tell that you have a large tongue. Not like it's like, oh my God. You know, Gene, Gene Simmons, Simmons. <laughs> but it is impressive. <laughs> it's I'm, somebody asked me once, they're like, "Why is your tongue always sticking out in photos?" Like, one, because I'm a child. Yes. Two, because it's so big. I just I don't want to keep it. In my yeah. Mouth. You're like I can't fit it. <laughs> it gets tiresome, so I have to let it out every now and it's then. It's like those puppies that you see, you know, that like they're missing their teeth, and so they're t- they're like they have it's like their teeth is a jail for their tongue. <laughs> so when they get old and their teeth fall out, they just it just they the, can't. They can't yep. put it back in. It's just stuck. I have a bulldog and sh- her teeth are all there, but she's just so, she's got such a big underbite mm-hmm. and her little teeth are so tiny that it's constant. But she does like, she does like the curling of the tongue. <laughs> yeah. It's so cute. I've seen it. <laughs> your it's, house a time or two. Yes. When your dog was drinking my margarita. <laughs> I saw her, I saw plenty of her tongue that day. Yeah. And I was like, don't drink that afterwards. Cause I don't know if you've ever had or seen after a bulldog drinks. Oh, I saw that. It turns gelatinous. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I almost just gagged just now yeah, yeah. because I just pictured what I saw yes. trailing from the. Okay, moving on. No, no. Rainy, yeah. What is your hidden talent? All right. So speaking of gagging, this goes hand in hand. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Here we go. So I can, and this is something I taught myself to do as a kid <laughs> because I've always liked to eat, and <laughs> and it's not like I grew up in a huge family. I have two sisters okay. and I, you would think more if you had brothers or a massive family, like you always hear that you had to eat fast or somebody would take your food. Right. <laughs> yeah. I just always ate fast and I still do as an adult. Like I try to mindfully make myself slow it down Enjoy because it. I know, and not just that, cause I'm always finished before everybody else. Don't get me wrong. I'm enjoying it. I think that's why I'm just like, Oh, like it just to Scarfing. the face. So I do remember. And actually when I was a kid, I'm the youngest of my sisters. I would look at them. Be like, you gonna finish that? <laughs> you gonna finish that? Because you were already done with yours. Oh yeah, always. And so, but I would eat sometimes so fast. And specifically, this is gonna sound dirty. Opening this up. Here we go. Specifically, like meat, like steak, and okay. like um, and like something like super cheesy or whatever. That I would inhale it so fast, I would start choking. Franny, <laughs> calm down, girlfriend. So I had to teach myself to regurgitate. My food. Like a baby bird. Like, like a, a baby, mom feeds a ba- yes, baby bird. Yes. Yeah. Like, exactly. I had to teach myself because I would have these, oh, crap, I'm choking moments. And if somebody wasn't around, I would just, <laughs> I would 
So I did. So I taught myself that. So it's very disgusting, but it's actually a really fun party trick. Like I'll put like even, it doesn't have to be chewed up food. Like I'll put like a tortilla chip or something, you know, like a piece of it. I'm not, because mm-hmm. it'll stab me in my throat. But I'll put <laughs> something and then I'll show you what's in my mouth. And then I'll put it down <laughs> my throat. Uh-huh. And then I'll show you what's not there anymore. And then I'll do my thing and I'll bring it back up. Franny, I was at a party with you this past weekend and you didn't tell, not only did you not tell me this, you yeah. didn't show me this. I know, I know. I had too many cocktails in me that I might have really choked. Okay. You got you got to get me when I'm, when I'm, you know, when I have my wits to me. It's like, wait for it, wait for it. Like, wait. Yes, is yes. Is she okay? Yeah. So next time we are together, I don't know, who knows, maybe we'll go Facebook Live so you all can see. Yeah, that's not my, a bad idea. that's my stupid human trick. So I told you it was probably going to gross you out and I'm sorry, I'm talking to you, not Megan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the listeners. I'm fine. Don't worry about me. Megan's fine. Exactly. But if you have anything that you do, call it stupid human tricks. Let us know. We love this kind of stuff. Yeah. You can hit us up on our Instagram. That's pillowtalkpodcast.fm. Slide into our DMs. But speaking of kind of like, you know, grossness, I guess, <laughs> yeah. you you brought up an article and I was just like, I don't know if I could deal with certain kind of things. And it has to do with dating and bad hygiene, right? Yeah. And to be honest, when I read the, just like the headline of this article, I actually like laughed out loud. And I was like, I've got to, I've got to read this and find out more. And it's called How to Love Someone Who Has Poor Personal Hygiene. Can you tell me how to? Um, okay. Well, first of all, are you having an issue with this? No, Do we have no, to have- no. <laughs> I am actually very lucky. The The worst thing I'm dealing with, and it's not a hygiene issue, mm-hmm. the worst thing I'm dealing with is snoring. And that's not oh. on my end. It's on his end. It is tough to sleep. But other than that, I am very fortunate to have a man who cares about his hygiene and what he smells like. Yeah, I am also very fortunate yes. in that my husband is almost kind of like very meticulous okay. about the way that he like looks and smells. And I don't want to use the term like metrosexual, but like he cares a lot Got it. about the I way I see that he you're looks. winking over there. I don't want to say metrosexual. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was trying to like, yeah. think of maybe if there's like a more masculine yes. term for it. I but gotcha. like he's one of those that's like, He's very put together. Okay. His shoes match his clothes. Nothing wrong with that at all. You should be put together. Um, But have you ever, by the way, dated anybody with poor hygiene? Or possibly maybe even gone on one initial date and just said, can't do it again? Um, There are two instances that come to mind. The first one, yes, I went on one date with someone that actually the the date ended up going kind of well. um, And it was like towards the end of the night. And we were kind of just talking a little bit more like intimately and we were closer than we had been when we were like eating and having cocktails and his breath was on like another level. Yeah. Like, and I'm ta- I'm not talking like just from like whatever we ate at dinner. I mean, like, it, like halitosis, like halitosis. Yeah. I think he actually struggled with that. Yeah. And then I dated a guy for a while. It was like, I didn't find out until several months in that, like, it, I think it ran in his family that. His, he had B.O. like bad and Ooh. his dad was very like unaware and would just reek like you could smell you walk into a room and you could smell that he wasn't wearing deodorant and my significant other then he would get that same type of like yeah. B.O. but 
I would bring it to his attention like immediately. Like, dude, you need to use deodorant or like you need to go wash your pits. Yeah, because some people choose not to, right? I know yeah. I know that's like a big thing where there's like aluminum or whatever, lead and, and deodorant. So a lot of people try to go that natural route. Believe me, I've tried going that natural route. And girl, I have not figured out anything natural that will help my issue Mm-mm. because I have to. I mean, I have to wear deodorant like some people do. I've heard of celebrities um, like Cameron Diaz and I mean, think like a Matthew McConaughey, Brad Pitt, they choose not to. And everybody claims that with time, the smell goes away, Mm -hmm. that your body just gets used to it. I just don't want to go through that time (laughs) until it gets there, right? I don't want that in-between period. But same with me. I think the only issue I ever had was dating somebody similar with your first situation that had really, really bad halitosis. They even had, because they thought it was an issue, they got one of those like metal tongue scrapers mm-hmm. to use oh. all the time. And I'm like, that's not working either. I mean, a lot of the times it's coming from the inside, inside. out. Yeah. And it's tough to somebody who's dealing with that for mm-hmm. them to cover it or hide it. And I am such, it's not like, I'm not a close talker like this, but you know, being intimate and kissing, it's a big part of a relationship. Yeah. So that absolutely. was, that was a deal breaker. Yeah. And I don't blame you. Yeah. Well, I don't know personally if I could be in like something long term. I'll just be blunt about it Mm -hmm. right now because I care so much about like my own personal hygiene. Yeah. I don't know that I could be in a relationship with someone that was like super gross. Like I I don't I'm not a teeth snob, but if I can like see slime or like plaque on your teeth or something. Oh, when their teeth look mushy. Mm -hmm. I'm yeah, like I've actually seen somebody where it looks like if you poke them in their teeth, it was just gonna be like like I'm with you. I can't. I'm a big. Yeah. Do you not own a mirror? Yeah. Like even if you don't own a toothbrush, like you do not see what I see. Anyway, there (laughs) there is there is a therapist who weighs in on this, and they say poor hygiene can have a big impact on relationships. Obviously, it affects attraction and physical intimacy, like we said, Franny, Mm -hmm. but communication as well because. You know, you. Te- if I imagine it's like there's an elephant in the room if there's something that you don't want to tell your significant other. Um, but it says that, you know, this can become a source of regular conflict. Ultimately, the issue can impact the level of connection and love altogether between a couple. Um, he weighs in on some, <laughs> he weighs on on like a husband and wife where she had a huge problem with the husband's dental hygiene yeah. and continued to put off his like dental visits, like to the point where she didn't want to like kiss him and his breath was so bad. So it's something he could have taken care of. It's just, it almost sounds like in this situation, the person was slacking in it. And then she was just like, like it's something like you said, if you went to the dentist to be brushed more often, it wouldn't have been as much of an issue. Right. But because it affects the other person so much, you know, this doctor says the way that we take care of our hygiene is also the way that we show respect and love towards our partner. Amen. Mm Mm-hmm. When you look at it that way, then it's a topic that should be discussed because it's a relationship issue, not solely a personal one. So you, regardless, you have to have the conversation. I'm with you. If you have any hopes of carrying on anything with this person and it, and it is causing like this elephant in the room situation. Ugh, it says if the relationship is established and the hygiene issue is new, then approach it head on, but with kindness, compassion, and curiosity. I love that. I love reading, because I did. I saw this article, and it says, when you bring it up, come from a place of curiosity, not judgment, right? Mm -hmm. So they said kind of to get the ball rolling. For example, I love how good you smell when you get out of the shower, but I noticed you haven't been doing that as much lately. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> is something going yes, on? Yes, yes. The cure. I'm curious about it. I'm not going to be like, you smell so bad. But I've noticed you're not showering as much. And when you do, oh, babe, you smell so good. Like that. Okay. Or like, um, I noticed in past pictures of yourself that your teeth were so white. And now they're not quite as much. Is there something wrong with your toothbrush? <laughs> yeah. See? <laughs> Curiosity, not judgment. Oh, I've learned something here. I know. For sure. So it's, you know, kind of like these questions and, and the answers from this expert. They're helping you with something. And this one is if you are dealing with somebody who happens to have poor hygiene that you're in a relationship with. But Megan and I like to help you with certain things. At least we try to. Mm-hmm. And this is when we go into our DMs. We've told you plenty of times how we encourage you sliding into our DMs. And sometimes when you hear that, you think, oh, cool, I can send them something inappropriate. Mm -hmm. No. When you get into our DMs, we are looking for either fun things that we're asking from you. Yeah. As we mentioned, some like, you know, stupid human tricks you have or whatever it is. Or if you're seeking out some advice from Megan and myself, every week we go into something where you can go to pillowtalkpodcast.fm on Instagram, send us a message, and we try to send you on your way, hopefully feeling a little bit um, you know, more secure about your situation, a little happier about it. You're like ready to take on the world. What do we have this time? Yeah, hopefully not more confused. Yes, now, exactly. This was actually a long one. Like This person took their time to really explain, and I really appreciate it. But I have to give a very paraphrased version of this, Franny. Okay? okay. So let me set this up for you. So this is coming from a male listener. His girlfriend, his parents, his brother, and his wife all went on a vacation in another country. And his brother and he were the ones that planned it for everybody, but they asked the entire family, everybody going for their input. Okay. And for a little background information, he boasts that he makes... $150,000 a year. He's an IT consultant. Oh, good for him. That's a lot. And then, yeah, it's a, I mean, congratulations, yes. my guy. Um, but his girlfriend is a teacher, and so, you know, she makes significantly less. Mm-hmm. Well, he says that his parents are pretty affluent as well, as well as his brother and his sister-in-law. So it sounds like basically the entire family could definitely afford to go on this vacation. Well, he says his girlfriend knew that the trip was coming up and she even took on a second job waitressing on weekends for several months to get ready for it because they tend to split things 50-50. That's just the way that they've always done things since they've been together. Well, fast forward to the vacation. She opted out of a lot of like um, excursions that they went on. They did like a wine tasting and a scuba diving and she stayed in the room. And then like the family went out to dinner three times a day and it looks like, you know, she was only eating a couple times a day and she was making excuses, you know, to get out of things. Well, fast forward to the end of the trip, they get home and he asks her, you know, what was up with that? And she basically breaks down and she says, I can't afford your lifestyle. Yeah. And I don't think that our relationship is going to work long term if I'm expected to keep paying 50-50 for these extravagant vacations and dinners that I can't afford. And he asks why she didn't say that cost was an issue, but he wants to know if he's a jerk for expecting her to pay an equal share of that trip. So I don't want to necessarily call you a jerk, but I feel like you're kind of clueless in this one. You know what she makes. You, mm-hmm. I mean, you do. You, I mean, talked about her salary is not even close to what you make at your job. You also mentioned how not only do you do really well at your job, and listen, I'm not hating on that. You know, that's awesome. Good for you. But you come from money, too. Your parents right. do very well. Your brother, sister-in-law, everybody does good. So 
I understand maybe in the beginning of the relationship, if you live together, splitting the bills 50-50. I've always been like that right. in my relationships, even in my, you know, my current marriage right now, I am. But if you invite somebody to go on these family vacations and you know how expensive they're going to be and you know that sh she can't afford it and you see that she's eating two meals when you're used to seeing her eating three meals or she's skipping out on things. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. You're clueless. You clearly aren't paying attention to what's going on. And that's your girlfriend and the fact that she's uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. And then that's when the talk should be like. You know, I know back at home we do 50-50, but on vacation, I want us to both have fun. And I don't want you to be uncomfortable. And I am more than happy to help you on this vacation so we all can have a good time. Exactly. Yeah. And I, I once, I was in a relationship where the guy that I was dating made a lot of money. And I was a bartender and a server. And it was out of season. And he wanted to go on a big couple's trip with all his friends. And I just straight up had to say, like, listen, I want to go on this trip with you. And I don't want you to be the only one without your significant other. But... I straight up cannot afford it. Mm -hmm. If you'd like me to go, you are going to have to pay for it. I, you know, I'll cover as much as I can. Yeah. I'm not going to come empty handed. But at the same time, I could not afford 50-50 on that trip. Um, and the fact that you knew that she was trying so hard to, you know, to be a part of your circle that she even got a second job. Yeah. I mean, I don't oh, want to. I forgot about that. Yeah. yeah. I don't want to call you a jerk. <laughs> But clueless, you're right? clueless. Yeah. If you didn't notice that she even took on like a second income just to pay for this vacation, mm -hmm. she should have only been able to put in what she could afford, and you should have stepped up and helped her with the rest if you want her to go that bad. That is my opinion. No, and I totally agree with you. Um, you know, I, the only thing I can add to this is, yeah, I mean, it takes two to tango, right? She should have said something in the beginning, too. I agree that the whole, like, yes. just excluding herself yeah. from things and making excuses wasn't yeah. the right way to go about it as well. But mm -hmm. I imagine she was probably very embarrassed. For sure. But you always have to communicate. And the fact that now she's saying, I don't think things are going to work out because I can't afford this extravagant lifestyle <laughs> and these vacations, that should be a talk. Hopefully you guys don't split up because of this. I mean, if you really want to be in this relationship with her you have to be like listen I want this to work I don't want any more pressure on you when we take these trips with the family like I will help you as much as I can if that's how you truly feel right Right. and you know it it, it does take listen I'll say it one more time I think you're clueless <laughs> I think that you should have paid attention to some of these signs at, before she got to the point where she was just saying I don't know if this is going to work anymore yeah and one thing is clear you guys have communication issues exactly you guys have to have this conversation yeah. so Good luck. Yeah. Yep. So best of luck. Hopefully you guys have a chat. Hopefully this doesn't end the relationship yeah. because I don't think this is like a, a break it when it comes to make it or break it. I think you can make this work out. But listen, if you have like any insight or you've been through something like this before, if you have an opinion on this, you can always hit us up. How can they get in touch with us, Megan? Well, that would be on our social media. We are on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram, just like our last DMer here. At pillowtalkpodcast.fm. Like Franny said, think Franny and Megan with that dot FM. And we, just like that, Franny, time flies because you and I get together and we have so much to talk about. Yep. And, but I, I, I mean, we're going to do it all again next week, right? We're up to, it's going to be 10. Yes. We're getting <laughs> to the double digits, baby. <laughs> Maybe one day they'll give us two hours. Who knows? <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> but yes, it is done. Our time here with Pillow Talk with Franny and Megan. But we so appreciate you tuning in. Listen, if you're listening right now on Real Radio 921 or 101.7, Saturday nights, 10 o'clock. We'll also be back Sunday nights at 10 o'clock. And you can always catch us on that podcast on the iHeartRadio app. 
Thank you once again, and I will see you next week. Sounds good? Sounds wonderful. All right. Bye, guys. Bye-bye. This has been Pillow Talk with Franny and Megan. Check out our weekly podcast on Real Radio to get the inside scoop on what the girls are really talking about. Okay, fellas. It's time for a cold shower. See you next week. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.